everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of Happiness and Humans. I'm your host, Matt Phelan. I am co-founder of a business called The Happiness Index, and I'm very excited uh, to be here with John, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let John um, introduce himself and, and, and what he does. So over to you, John. Hey, thanks. Um, so I'm John Brown. I'm the founder of Don't Cry Wolf. We're a brand activism agency um and i guess what i do is take a lot of credit for all of my team's work and then also try and manage a a business in a way that kind of takes places equal importance on environment society governance and profit john i love the name of your brand <laughs> thank you um Take us through that. What does that? Where's that come from? What does that mean? It's it's, it's very memorable. Uh, oh, that's great. Thank you. Um, I, I guess when I first started business, this is uh, we've only been going for three years. I started it back in January 2018. Uh, I wanted to come up with a name that sort of stood for no bullshit and sort of kind of people immediately thought of honesty and telling the truth and you know not faking it um, and like with all of these things you kind of jot down a load of words and then you go and do a google search to see whether anyone's nicked the url off of you already or already have the idea um and yeah. i was i kept pulling out blanks and then uh i guess it sort of immediately kind of came to like you know maybe it's a phrase rather than you know a word maybe it's a sort of sentiment and um, we all know the fable of the boy who cried wolf so from there we kind of um i kind of developed this idea of well what we won't do is you know we won't cry wolf so don't cry wolf came along url yeah. was available twitter handle was available the brand yeah. emerged from there it's a great moment isn't it when you come up with something and you realize that it is that no one's come up with that yet and it's a banger so i i think it's a great great brand name john um before we get into the subject of today which is b corps uh personal question so our audience can get to know you john um for those that this is audio, so people can't see, John's all pat, all, all Patagonia'd out, um, dripping in it, Matt, dripping in Patagonia. <laughs> um, what makes you happy, John? I, it's it's really simple, to be honest with you. Um, it's being outside, either by the sea or in the woods, uh, with my kids and wife. Oh, like wow. it's just it's a moment of you know they're just running around. We're kind of uh strolling along hand in hand got a dog by us and it is that that is a truly happy moment for me either by the sea or in the woods wow and do you do you live near the sea or the woods live near some woods we spend a lot of time in cornwall um so that we get our sort of fix of the sea uh and it's 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 astonishing actually you know they're they're everyone just lifts my kids are sort of feral outdoorsy kids anyways um <laughs> so yeah we we just have that moment of kind of uh, still happiness i suppose that's the best way of describing it yeah i love it john and um, for any of our listeners that are uh, resonating with what john's saying there's a there's a previous podcast on biophilia which is the innate inten- tendency in all of us to seek nature so if anyone's interested in in that part please scroll back down um john so the reason I invited you on um, is because I want to get into B Corps. And uh, um, I know your business is, uh, I think you call it B Corp certified. The happiness index is we're on the road to being B Corp certified. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, can you 
what, what is it? It's, it sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like an alternative to drafts or chess or something. Like, what, what is an actual B Corp? So, I mean, it, you know, they've, 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 I suppose the official line is that it's a um, business that holds itself up to the highest standards um, of ESG, environment, societal governance, um, policies and procedures, at, which, is, which is the kind of, you know, that's the sort of, not a very well formed but that's the kind of tagline it's this highest standards standards of excellence what it actually is is proof to be honest with you that's what b corp certification is it's proof so there's a lot of organizations out there that show a lot of intent or purpose which has been the buzzword for the past four years which is great but until you prove it it's kind of words and so I guess yeah. that's how that's what I see B Corp as is that, that you know, for, for my business, we set out with a goal that as an organization, we would uh, our existence would make that the world a little bit better. So as we grew, we knew that, you know, our footprint is a positive footprint. Now yeah. I could say that all day long and put it on my website, but until I can prove it with data and with verification um it's just kind of words and b corp yeah. gave that proof it gave that verification it also gave some of the structure as well so i guess in a, in a, in, a, in a heart of hearts it's kind of it's proof right that's what b corp is and, and a, so a cutting question from the cynic then yeah why why do you care john why is this even important to you so i, I mean um because i'm a disruptive little shit <laughs> to, be, to, to begin with really yeah. um, and I fundamentally believe that businesses can truly change the fabric of of society for the better um, yeah. and can contribute to improving and answering some of the testiest questions that humanity is facing whether that's yeah. climate crisis misinformation um, equality and uh, you know so I didn't it is I mean like, I run a I run a comms and branding and brand activism agency right well there's there's actually no real secret source into it you charge a bunch of hours you make sure that that price is kind of in a way that gives you a profit margin of around 20 percent like anyone can run this business off of a spreadsheet but it takes yeah. effort and it hurts a little bit, actually, to run an organization in a way that you genuinely want to answer some of the big questions in the world in whichever small way you can um, yeah. and, and engineer a, a path for other organizations to do the same. And I think that's another thing which I'm really passionate about is if we're the vulnerable enough to take that first step forward to you know, address a key issue, um, hopefully other businesses of our ilk will follow suit and then that starts a movement and that's what's powerful about this and john um this is this is actually just a sales and marketing question um you're wearing patagonia which are a b corp so you've gone out and bought a b corp product yeah i will acquire pr services in the future i i, I would be more inclined to speak to you because yeah. you've gone Corp route um, and, and we have that that gives me that evidence as because I want to buy well in my own business yeah have you have you won any business from being a B Corp just talking about the commercials for a second yeah it's a good question so um we have 
I guess we we've had it the uh, some of the funnels, some of the pipelines been filled because of B Corp showcasing the fact that we um, share similar values with a company that wants to work with us, and we've worked with a couple of B Corps as well directly. But um, if you're entering B Corp for commercial reasons, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah. Like there's not a huge upward trajectory between when we were B Corp pending and then B Corp certified of, you know, they didn't suddenly open up a floodgate of, of business by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Because you have to believe it in your kind of soul of your business first. And as yeah. I keep saying, it's, it's a certification of your intent. If the intent's not there, um, then yeah, I mean, you'll get a sniff around that there'll be a few businesses and organizations that will want to work with you or what, at least invite you to, to put forward a pitch or a tender or what have you because yeah. of B Corp. Um, but fundamentally, it, it's quite easy to scratch at the, that surface. And if you don't really believe it, um, you probably won't win the business. And equally, so, if you're expecting floodgates to open, sorry to disappoint anyone going through the B Corp certification, you know, it's yeah. not going to open up floodgates of new business. Has it, um, has it attracted staff to you? Definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. So where, where we see, uh, you know, if I was to rank the value of, of, of B Corp, just purely from a commercial perspective, yeah. um, you know, first and foremost, in terms of the, the, the team um, and attracting talent, absolutely. Um, yeah. And that's also because B Corp gives you a tremendous framework within which to work. So the policies and the procedures uh, and the environment I guess the, the 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 governance part of the B Corp certification, there's there's such high standards that people that arrive from other or look at your business that want to work with you, um, you know, they can't believe some of the policies and procedures that we put in place as a small organisation. Yeah. My team who are working on it now have been like, "Oof, we did not know the amount of work we were getting in here for." But it's it, I think it's important for people to know that going into this. Absolutely. Isn't it? And it aligns values. You know, we're, we're entering a world, right, where, where, where trillions of dollars are about to switch from baby boomers who didn't really give NAFL um, sort of uh, care about, um, you know, a, a, sustain, a sustainable economy through to millennials, um, you know, that transference of wealth and power through to millennials who really do give a shit about this type of stuff. Um, yeah. You're immediately signaling to them that actually, you know, you are, you are sharing their values. You are sharing the idea that business can be for good as well as for profit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's number one on, 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 on the team. Um, number two is it, it, it helps you structure your business in a tremendous way. Um, and it gives you, uh, I, I keep talking about a framework, it gives you a framework and a community from which, from which to learn and engage with. And then number three, how, yeah. How, um, yeah. John, just go back to you, the community word. Um, yeah. A lot of People on here are part of um, our Happiness and Humans community, which I'd, I'd love you to join. Maybe we should start a B Corp channel on there, actually. It's a Slack channel. Yeah, um, so that'd be actually, if you were up for the, setting that up, that'd be great. But the, how active is the B Corp community then? Or is it just resources that you're reading online or are you actually getting to speak to other people in the community? No, it's super active. So, you you know, you, you, you get into um, essentially a forum um, which is uh, very active of um, B Corp businesses sharing insight, um, sharing, you know, uh, credentials, helping each other out. 
Um, so there's an active part of, you know, an online community that you're involved in. There's B Corp socials that take place on a fairly regular basis so that you can interact with, you know, it's great for us because we turn up and we're chatting to, you know, head of sustainability for innocent drinks and we can just yeah. absorb an enormous amount from that. Um, you know, hopefully they learn something from me. I don't know how to groom a beard or something along those lines. But, um, you know, they, so they, there's a kind of, there's, there's this sort of symbiotic relationship from the community that takes place. And then the, I guess the biggest part of the community is the, is the movement element of it. So it is the fact that, you know, coming up in March is B Corp month. You're going to see an mm -hmm. awful lot of businesses push that forward. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And, um, John, I know we're going out, we didn't even plan any of these questions, but it's so fascinating just to keep going deeper and deeper on it. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course. How much of the stuff, because obviously we talked about it, it's a lot of work for people to do. My team's finding a lot of work, your team. on a, From zero to 100%, how much of the stuff would you have done anyway? Like, as you keep, you keep using the word framework, it sounds like this is useful stuff rather than, I've, I've been put off by a lot of things in the past where you think, this is just a tick box exercise that is not relevant to my business where it's almost like trying to win a PR award. Yeah. Um, type thing. How much of it is, would you have done anyway? So I think we'd have probably done 70, 80% of it. Yeah. I guess I think the, the difference is that we probably wouldn't have done it as quickly as we did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It would have been, if because we had an urgency around wanting to be certified. I mean, we were B Corp pending from the, from the moment we started, but you need a year's worth of trading to actually get certification. Yeah. So you get given sort of pending status. But actually the first thing I did, and I encourage anyone to do this, you know, the impact assessment tool for B Corp is free. Yeah. And it's the same certification tool that any B Corp that is certified has to use initially. Yeah. And that gives you such ideas. It fuels such um, sort of opportunity to think, well, actually, yeah, should I have um, a menopause clause within my, um, within my policies that actually looks at addressing some really critical issues that people yeah. might be facing during, during, that, during that, that, that situation and that we could actually nurture and put some, um, uh, put some framework around it that allows them to be, feel supported. Uh, now, yeah. you know, th we, we probably would have got there, but we didn't, we got here there far quicker because of B Corp. Yeah. Um, so I think there's that sort of, yeah, that, that it gives you this sort of this, this, these ideas and these concepts and it, it gets you to think, right? It gets you to think, well, actually, what are my suppliers like? You know, yeah. forget about me. What's my imprint like because of the third parties that I work with? Totally. Is it John on that actually that um, I'm raising angel investment at the moment at the happiness index and I've been sudden I'm a football fan I've been suddenly hit with the thought of a you know like in football they have the proper the proper person's test now so like some rogue can't buy a football club yeah, yeah. because of B Corp I've suddenly thought the same thing because I've got investors wanting to invest some I know and some I don't but then I suddenly start thinking well is this person is, is their money coming because they were part of a corrupt regime in some country that somewhere else so it makes you think like that doesn't it um it does. is there anything about investors in there is that um is there sorry say that again is there anything for is there anything about where you seek your investment for your business yeah i mean there is there's uh, because they try and look at the dynamic of your uh, the sort of the the um i guess the business structure uh, if, if you like so 
you know, they would, they would want to explore, you know, finance and, um, and also on your client side of things, you know, where's your income coming from in terms of clients um, as well. And, you know, the, the, I guess this is the, this is the thing, you know, the, so I would intrinsically anyways, as an identity, think about, well, who am I going to take money off of? Now, I don't take money off of anyone, you know, it's just except out of my house. Um, yeah. But, you know, where do, where's that money coming from? What, what's the, where's the, which suppliers are we working with? That should feel like a fairly natural thought to have anyways. But yeah. what B Corp does is assess it. And I think this is one thing just to very quickly touch on is that yeah. don't be afraid as well. So if you are working with a, you know, mining company in um, West Africa as one of your clients, like, don't just say, well, that's it. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm done on the B Corp journey. You know, yeah. The whole point of this is to understand your footprint and to improve. It's not yeah. to just beat you over the head and say that you're a bad business. Yeah. And I, and I, I think, John, I, I think there's a real power in that as well in also speaking to people, but before making an assumption, because you may have a client or someone you're pitching for where you make an assumption that they are in a particular way, like maybe they're not, green as you think but then you speak to them and you find out actually their number one priority is to be um to be invested in green tech within a year or whatever yeah so and it, i've had some companies totally surprise me and then suddenly you you look at them in a different light and maybe they just needed a better pr agency to to get their story out there but the, there's i think there's a lot of companies doing a lot of stuff under the hood we just started working with unilever they're actively they have b corps in their um in their businesses that they acquire and it's a huge part of that business but when you look at big business i think there's that i think we get it from thomas the tank engine where we think the the the, the tank engines are the good guys and then the the there's the like the the bad controller and all that kind of stuff we're sort of ingrained from an early stage but some, there's some good big businesses out there as well do you think john oh gosh i mean like this is the th i mean I, I i could bang on all day about this because there's there's we've, we've got into this baseless foundationless discussion recently that if it's big business it's bad and unless you're absolutely squeaky clean um you know you're you're, you're kind of virtue signaling that is complete bollocks and actually you know even from an environmental footprint perspective um the work that uh you know a bp or a shell could do in terms of improving renewables and focusing in on diversifying their energy strategy makes anything else that's happening in other sectors pale to insignificance. So, yeah. you know, you cannot sit there and ignore a huge raft of businesses that are taking place. And Unilever will say themselves, you know, their sustainable brands, which I think make, you know, they, they, they makes up sort of a very small proportion of their business, actually contributed to 70% of their business growth. So there's, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a monetary reason why they would invest in that. So being on yeah. that journey with them is, is critical. You can't just sit at the sidelines, point and say, you're big, so you're bad. Uh, yeah. And actually the opportunity is to work with them to make them better, to make yeah. them a better business. And I think that is, you know, I would far rather take uh, a brand on a journey of making them better than, uh, than take a really squeaky clean brand and just communicate how wonderful they are. Yeah, because our audience loves stats, John. I've done a little bit of Googling in between. Uh, in 2018, Unilever's sustainable living brands grew 69% faster than the rest of the business. I was 1% off. 
Yeah. So it's just incredible, isn't it? Because even in the happiness index, like because we talk about happiness, I I, I get really frustrated when stuff gets political becomes on the left. There's this weird left right spectrum that everyone yeah, likes yeah. on them. And sometimes people think the happiness index is some kind of like secret radical left social business. And it's one thing that I try and get across is the most capitalist money generating thing that you can do is to look after your employees. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. actually a social thing. If you if you count yourself as a hardcore capitalist and you want to make pure money, yeah. the best way to do it and all our stats and in, in my book, Freedom to be Happy, they all basically show that if you look after employees, you make more money. So actually being nice is possibly the best, best capitalist approach. Matt, you can, you, you know, take the most capitalist thing that we can think or I can think of as a sort of lay person. And I'm, you know, I think of the stock exchange and stock markets and things such as yeah. that. Right. So you can do some Googling whilst I bang on about this to co correct my <laughs> To, to correct my to correct my stats on this. By the way, on your on your um, LinkedIn bio, you should just put um um one percent only one percent less accurate than Google. Yeah, only one, that's exactly it, right? Um, but you know, th this is I think I think this this sort of summarizes everything, and and you know, define this stat and 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 get it confirmed. But uh, as far as I'm aware, ESG funds. Um, in 2020, so environment, sustainable, and governance funds in 2020 outperformed the rest of the market. Yep. So there is a monetary system that is moving towards ESG investment. Yeah. Uh, so you take the most capitalist sharks on the planet, and <laughs> yeah. they are putting their money into ESG funds because yeah. it's making the money back. Now that yeah. cash is going to be invested in renewables, clean water, clean energy, you know, all of that works. So there is a system there that works and then it's taking a return on investment. So it's not an altruistic thing that they're doing. Yeah. Um, and I guess the thing that we are most pleased about and where we're going to see B Corp genuinely start to kind of, we imagine this like return on investment, if you like, from a very yeah. commercial perspective is, it won't be long before organisations in the most major economies on the planet will have to have to be mandated to prove a triple bottom line approach to their business yeah. they would they have to understand their carbon footprint they have to understand their societal commitments they have to be better at governance by yeah. law now yeah. if we're already in a position that we can prove all of that well yeah. that will not that will put us to the top of a supplier list and that yeah. is is the economic, if you like, and very, very shallow, but commercial investment that you could make into Beagle. Yeah, well, it's the double meaning of good business, isn't it? Both. Totally. Good, what you've described is good business both ways around, isn't it? There's no, there's no getting away from it. And it's so good to hear you. I don't know if it comes from your background of working communications, but you, you put it so so simply so the rest of us can understand, John. Um, and I'm now going to challenge you to do it even more for us. Okay. Um, which is, I just want to ask you to ask why B Corp in one sentence. So I suppose we're summer, summing up everything in the in the last 20 minutes. Um, and again, I didn't pre-prepare you on this. So yeah, if we, if we have to do it to the listeners in one sentence, why B Corp? Because uh, it's good business. <laughs> I don't know. I'll take that. <laughs> because it's good business. I mean, that's it. You know, yeah. Why B Corp? Because it, it is good business. Um, yeah. 
and actually you could probably add a future in there because it is the future of good business yeah um so why b corp now because if you're not in the future you're gonna you genuinely you'll be left behind so this this leads me on to the next question john great answer um as we just go into wrap up is this stuff a flash in the pan no it can't be mate we have got 10 years from now really we've got a decade now to solve some pretty serious existential threats to yeah. to, to and, and i'm not you know i'm like don't think i'm a sort of um you know mad kind of conspiracy theorist that's sat here looking at this stuff up i mean it's just kind of scientific evidence now that we've got 10 yeah. years really as a window to solve some pretty big issues yeah the I mean, everyone who is a, a, a sensibly thinking person can understand the impact business and the economy will have in answering that question and yeah. answering some of those big existential questions. Yeah. And there is absolutely no way that we would be a, we will be able to answer any of that without business fundamentally changing. And yeah. without the economy fundamentally changing. So B Corp is definitely not a flash in the pan. If anything, it's on the road to becoming completely mainstream. Now that yeah. might happen in 10, 15 years' time. But the way that the biz that the way that B Corp is structuring businesses will become run of the mill soon. Yeah. Um, I just want to finish by saying John, uh, John Brown for Prime Minister. Um, thank you um, John I just learned so much so thank you on behalf of myself because these are self these are these are very selfish questions that I want to know the answer to but I also think they are there's a lot of people that are listening into this podcast in the business world that you've made the points in 20 minutes in a, in a, in a way that all the re, all the reading you can do is in such a powerful way so you've inspired me John to continue our journey and and I just want to say I know you've got a very busy day so I just want to say thank you for your time oh thank you so much man I really enjoyed this uh, this chat and um yeah get on board get going with it <laughs>